Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's BudPod255. 255. 255, you cry. Why? You cry. Why are they still doing this? Why? <laughs> Do you think anyone cries that fast? Cries that fast? For us. Cries are for us. Why are they still doing this? Do you think that we have a uh, plankton? Oh, yes. From, un- Sponge, from SpongeBob. Yes, an unknown nemesis. Yeah, is there is there someone far in the reaches of space with minds in- incomprehensible to ours mm. watching us, ah. shaking a fist through the telescope? So you think somewhere out there there is a... A hater. A sp- ah, the hater, um, the haters of Zorgon Five. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're, yeah. They're a planet of haters. They have. Uh, they're a species that has developed the technology to receive podcasts from across the galaxy, but yes. don't have the technology to select which one they're listening to or to turn off the one that they are receiving. Yes, and we to them are the equivalent of like thunderstorms or um, floods. Yes. This is like a whole. This is like if the uh, sellotaped eye movie scene from A Clockwork Orange was an entire planet's <laughs> yeah. condemnation. And to make things worse, on this planet they don't have anuses. What? Oh yeah, so they have no. So they don't even have the context for most of our riffs. No, they're really horrified by the idea of it. Yeah, it's like if we ha- were forced to listen to a podcast where they kept joking about ziblars. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And you go, oh, what? And they laugh so much about Ziblars. And you're like, what's a Ziblar? <laughs> but then when you find out, it's like re- repellent. <laughs> it's like, they're like, a Ziblar is, is, is a, when you Ziblar, it's like a crazy phase where you feel compelled to eat hundreds of your own young. You go, oh, what the fuck? That's them for excretion. They do yeah, it through ta- like a- it's taboo because we all have to do it, yeah. every, <laughs> but we don't want spring, to admit it. Every yeah. spring, we all do it, but it's something that we hide by burying their little bones <laughs> underneath the sacred tree, and that's an understanding. <laughs> Why we do have. we do that? And then we laugh with each other. Why do we do that? Why do we bury the bones? Why do we? Bur- we know we're doing it. Why are we burying the bones? Pe- for? People doing memes like the Zabla young hit different in spring, <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> that face when you've gorged on your young and feel like you didn't even need to do that like sad, <laughs> sad meme guy <laughs> yeah oh man intergalactic memes that's the next stage of our technological evolution surely i want to yeah. I, want, I want to see memes from the next galaxy over yeah 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 i want to see memes from the edge of the universe martian memes I've seen memes on fire on the belt of Orion. <laughs> I've seen things you people couldn't even imagine. Oh, yeah, man, I'd love I, to see alien memes. I want to see Plutonian SpongeBob. Oh. They've got some version of SpongeBob out there, and they've memed him. They've memed him for sure. Gosh, and then imagine when we find out that humor is universal. Literally universal. And yeah. meme, meme culture is literally universal. What if, what if we discovered a bunch of aliens, mm. some different ones, like a like a, a bunch, not just one race. Oh, a few different aliens. Yeah, a few of them yeah. are around. Like yeah. they all know each other. Oh, okay. Like a galactic federation. Thing. That's cute. Yeah, they're friends. But they don't have humor, and we are the the alien race to them that has this weird thing called humor, mm. and it spreads like wildfire to them. It's like drugs. They just can't believe it. Yes, they're all like they're all kind of like uh, um, like uh, uh, Vulcans, you know, like Spock. They only say what they mean. They're super serious. Mm-hmm. So, like sarcasm as a concept is just this really destructive thing to their civilization. It's like the flu. Oh right, yeah, just yeah. Go, yeah well, yeah. now people know they can say things that they don't mean, like invention of lying. Right. I suppose it would be like if we could no longer trust. anything anything yeah 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 yeah. and they're like well when you're saying something does it mean yeah right right so it'd be like misinformation 
Yeah, yeah. But, Everything but, these people say is fake news. Plus, plus, plus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, interesting. We could ruin... It's like when they defeat uh, the aliens in War of the Worlds, spoilers, with a germ. Yeah. Because they, um, they're from a planet where people uh, sing happy birthday twice while they wash their hands. <laughs> while they wash their tentacles. So they have no immunity. Mm. I didn't realize this. Um, and maybe there are people listening who agree with this, in which case... I uh, apolo- uh, uh, apologies for making fun of it, but I just had no idea. I've seen on Twitter there are people where the for them the pandemic is still going, and I don't mean people who are like vulnerable because of chemo or anything. Right, as they, they're, they're still wearing masks and still. Yeah, I see a few. They're still in like lockdown time. one. As in, they're I, not leaving. They're not leaving the house without like three masks on. They're not t- going to, to restaurants. They and they haven't done since lockdown one. That's crazy, crazy. What is the Japanese soldier's name? I was listening about him. Uh, Hiro on- Onoda. Onoda. Hiro Onoda. I only know Hiro Onoda because... Um, uh, uh, oh, God. The, uh, the the German documentary maker. Yeah, yeah. Werner Herzog is obsessed with him and has yeah, met him. Yeah, he talked about him on Adam Buxton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I really like that episode. It's really good, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. He's just so intense and so sure about what he thinks and what's important to him. And yeah, I wish I had that clarity of mind. Say, I don't believe so. <laughs> no, it's yeah. so funny, especially from a British context, to have anyone who's willing to say mm. to any question, no. <laughs> Just yeah. never happens here. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no. I don't think so. Okay, fuck. <laughs> well, this is a much faster conversation yeah, than I'm of- used to. Um, yeah, maybe. Well, maybe I... Um... Maybe I understand why some people think that. Yeah. But the thing is, is that... No, I mean, no just... No. Yeah. I don't believe this. Also, how cool to meet Onoda and and meet that... Because, like, to us, it, it, it's kind of a joke, really. It's like he's become he's come to represent just someone who won't give up on something. This guy kept going. But yeah. then, of course, if you meet, actually meet him, you're like... Wow, he kept living in the jungle on his own for like 27 years. Yeah. Well, he had two friends and then they got killed. Mm. And then on his own for at least like 10 of those. And didn't he kill like a bunch of they killed local a lot of civili- Filipino they, people? They killed a lot of civilians. Yeah, that's it too. But they had to sort of go, well. <laughs> yeah. What I what I like uh, about it is that I, I, I like Van Herzog a lot, but I did think like when he was saying, your hero honor the radiated this nobility of character. I have not seen from any other human being. Yeah. And I thought, well, you don't speak Japanese. All right, yeah, yeah. So it could be that he's sitting there going, oh, man, I'm sliding in the jungle. Like he could have been a fucking idiot. Because let's be honest, let's be honest. He can't have been that smart. Okay, look, I know it's impressive. That dedicated. He's dedicated. No one's denying his, his sense of duty. Yeah. But I think after two weeks, I would have poked my head out and gone... Is this over yet? <laughs> because he was still there when he, he was still there when American planes were flying overhead for the Korean War and Vietnam and Vietnam. Yeah, and I guess he just assumed that it was still going on. But yes, yes. He just thought that's definitely it's just still happening. This endless war. Yeah. Also, like, but he, I mean, he that that does he is what happens when nationalism becomes. A de facto religion. Well, not de facto. The emperor literally was God. And so... Yeah, yeah. And so he was there by order of God. God told me to take this island and hold it. Yeah. And to annoy the enemy. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. Next mm-hmm. question. Yeah. Also, like, I do think it would be completely different if, if he had, like, a fucking Tennessee accent. The Japanese equivalent of a Tennessee accent? Yeah, or if we were talking about a guy from Tennessee who just stayed in vietnam and killed vietnamese people till 1998 <laughs> yeah but we'd be like wow what an honorable wow the noble win. sacrifice of old chuck chuck mccluskey <laughs> i just knew i had to stay in the jungle and kill those fuckers you'd be like wow he radiated like the, nobility in a way that no one else it's not like the japanese weren't <laughs> on the bad side <laughs> you know yeah it's like we've forgotten that it, we just we, we i think we just think it's impressive that he was in the good jungle for that long yeah, and and very few people speak Japanese, so we assume it was we assume for he, a mysterious, oh. soulful reason. And he definitely wrote some good haikus mm. in the jungle. He yes. he he crossed his legs and sat on the floor and thought a lot. And imagine the way he harvested rainwater was very like yeah ASMR. 
<laughs> soothing sipping sounds. Hero Honor does soothing sipping sounds. Yeah. Might be a good uh, <laughs> Spotify album. Yeah, I agree. It, you know what? The Japanese still benefit from what the Germans used to benefit from, which is this noble officer class idea. Mm. The Germans, we took it away from them. Oh, yeah. But but like even during the war, it was like, no, no, no. He was very honorable because he was like a Prussian cavalry general and had a little dueling scar. Mm. And he said, yeah, it would be un, it would be uncouth for me to deny you one last meal. Yeah. You know, I of course, please, you will dine with me tonight. Yeah. All that shit. And then as they started losing, they just started massacring prisoners and fucking, yeah. you know, the whole time they were doing the Holocaust. Yeah. So we went, okay, no, 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 no niceness for you anymore, actually. All the Nazis are bad. Mm-hmm. Especially the monocle ones, which were the ones in World War One that we talked about as though they were like our brother aristocrats. Wait, so what do you mean by this? So like, so like in, the, in World War II, like, in, in Mar- is that Marshall Plan stuff? Marshall Plan. I just mean yeah, like in... in just the, in, like the part of the cultural uh, re-energized... Mm. Re- renovation of Germany was to say you don't get an officer class anymore. Uh, partially in Austria, they banned Vons. If you're Von, it was mean, meant you're a noble, and they just banned them. They said there's no oh, more Vons. Oh, I thought anymore. Von just meant like wasn't that just? I thought Von was just like Van. It's just no, like no, no, no. It had a special meaning in oh. the former Holy Roman Empire. Um, no, I'm saying I don't mean that. I'm saying that like up until World War Two ended, mm-hmm. there was this idea, and it was very big in World War One of like German officers are very like noble rules based guys. Mm, and they mm. duel with great honor in mm. the sky. Like if you ever read oh, yeah. Biggles or any of those, like you know, like the Red Baron. Yeah. So the Red Baron, if if you if he shot up his enemy in the in his biplane, mm. and and the enemy sort of waved and surrendered, then he would let them go. Oh right. You know what I mean? Honorable, yes, 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 honorable yes, yes. gentleman shit. Yeah. Yeah, but they got taken away. That's no longer a part of the German military's reputation, is it? Oh, right. Because we yeah. know what they did. Yes, yes, yes. But we know what the Japanese did, and yet we persist with this samurai fetish, fetish bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, no, no, no. These are the guys who like ran through Nanking with swords out, just like chopping heads off kids, going, Wah! just yeah. like fucking stag do. And suicide bombing. and. Um... Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And everyone's still like, gosh, the wise... Yeah, and marching Noble. prisoners of war to the death through Borneo, where I'm from. The, um, yeah, yeah, ma- yeah. The death marches were. Death marches in Borneo and experimenting on prisoners with like the plague and fucking throwing grenades into their cages and stuff. Mm-hmm. Crazy shit. Yeah. And everyone's still like, gosh, the wise restraint. <laughs> which, you, which no one would ever say about a aristocratic German now, would it's they? It's true. It's true. No way. So the, I think Hiro Onoda maybe is a fucking lunatic. <laughs> Probably almost almost certainly. Almost certainly. <laughs> yeah. What if he killed I mean, the if, other if two you, guys? I imagine, I'm not I imagine we're did. talking about like a, a Nazi a Nazi soldier who still hold up in Yeah. I don't know. Morocco or till yeah. the 70s. Yeah. What like the ones that held up in fucking Argentina till the 70s. Mm. And it's like, yeah, still going. Very noble. <laughs> yeah. Shot yeah, shot true. anyone who he found. You just shoot, shoot a farmer in the head. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's because they've they, somehow they've managed to maintain the samurai thing. Everyone's still got kind of a boner for it. Mm. Yes, and also you know, the, the 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 their mass murder was on the Chinese. Which, yes, um, yes, and and also even when it, we were doing stuff to Australian and Americans, it was far away. Yes, they, they used to call that what the, the like well they call the Korean War the Forgotten War, but they called Burma and and stuff the Forgotten Front. Because the British soldiers fighting in Burma were just never the main event. Yeah, yeah. It was North Africa and then Italy and then D-Day in France. And- That's right. Um, but, 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 uh, George Orwell, of course, was in Burma. During, he, was, um, he was a weird colonial policeman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Bridge of a River Kwai, that's kind of the only touch point. Yeah, that's sort of it, for, really. Um, Empire of the Sun. Much oh, I later, I've even, even, even seen that one. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought that one that was one area where Werner Herzog was maybe going. He was well. I mean, typical of him, he was going for the myth, the legend, rather than the dirty truth of. But I think also with people like Werner Herzog, these documentarians, uh, people who are drawn to the extreme aspects of life and extreme people. Yeah, I think fundamentally they do that because they, whatever this person has done, they idolize extreme 
extremities, not and, extremism as such, but yeah. people who behave in extreme ways. And that's extreme, what fascinates someone like Werner Herzog. So he'll always have yeah. a kind of respect for someone who's extreme. An extreme purity of thought. Ah, yes. 100% decisiveness regardless of direction. I mean, that's why he was drawn to fucking uh, Bear Guy. Um, yeah, yeah. Right? That's yeah. pretty extreme. Thought. I'm going to live with the bears. A, very, a real purity of thought. Yeah, and again, living in the woods. That's it. He likes the jungle. It's where he made his movies as well. Yeah. And going to the jungle to have a bad time. That seems to be a theme of a lot of his work. And I think it is valuable for a documentarian to see someone, the rest of us would just go, oh, they're crazy, and mm. go, yeah, but there's probably something interesting here. Because I would dismiss someone like Onoda or the Grizzly Man as like, there's nothing interesting about being crazy, and they're just crazy. Yeah. But, then, but of course, if you get into the story, like, oh, this is actually pretty interesting. Yeah, definitely. I um, Speaking of, you reminded me with the, the, the decisiveness of, of um, Werner Herzog's answers to things. I watched a movie last night. Its English title is The Promised Land. It's the new Mads Mikkelsen film. Oh, yeah. I've seen posters for that. But it's in Danish. Oh, nice. It's in Danish and it's set in Denmark. Okay. In, in like the 1700s. Ooh. It's really good. I really liked it. What was going on in Denmark in the 1700s? They were trying to farm or, or transform. What, what they look like? What they dressed like? Um, uh, ooh, Like fiddler on the roof style peasantry. Oh, okay. Mixed with kind of um, red coats, kind of rough and lots of buttons and tricorn hats. Okay, nice, nice. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, revolution. Yeah. American yeah. Revolution War. Uh, it's giving American uh, Revolution War. It's giving a mixture of that and a mixture of, like, generic Central European peasant in a smock with a big belt. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That sort of thing. Yeah. Guy with a beard and a big uh, 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 hay, hay um, loader stick thing. Oh, yeah, the, the prongs. The yeah, the prongs. Fork. That kind of thing. Hay fork is always called. Any farmers yeah. get in touch. Any farmers get in touch. Um, what I like, two things I liked, well, I like the film in general, but two things that I, I enjoyed that made me laugh and think about cultural differences. And what's the movie about overall? So, um, Mats Mikkelsen plays a, 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 a former army captain mm-hmm. who is in poverty. He's got his crappy little pension. Mm-hmm. And in Denmark at the time, Jutland, the, the big middle bit, Mm. What you think of as the main bit of Denmark, but it's actually just like a load of flat, wind-blown heather. This is a chunk that's sort of just west of Copenhagen? Yes. Yeah. That, like, that wasn't being farmed. There was huge swathes of Denmark that weren't arable. Mm. You know, like um, the kind of scrappy little gorse bushes and heath and heather that's like on the Scottish Highlands. Oh, yeah, scrabbly stuff. Yeah, scrabbly stuff, salty, sandy soil. Mm-hmm. Nothing can You can't fucking grow wheat there. Right. So it was just desolate. And the king was like always saying i will offer you know you get money and land and a reward if you can just farm something there because it's like half the country yeah and it's nothing yeah and so he reckons he can do it oh okay much to the dismay of the local landowners philip who use it for hunting and it feels quite there will be blood it is uh, described as a western but it's in like 1720s denmark but it's 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 movie logic is the is of a western Title Not deeds and yes, corrupt Arr. corrupt local judiciary. Does he turn up in like a sleeveless vest at any point? Sure, he does. Yes, I'm in. <laughs> it's good. I'm in. Yeah. What I liked was that. The, is there a bit where he just looks over the land and sort of? There's a lot of that. Yeah, scratches the, in his nose and. There's a there's a lot of um testing soil. Oh God, yes. It's nice. I love this sort of thing. I was watching it. I the love whole frontier time. stuff. Ah, oh, it's very frontier. I was watching it the whole time, just thinking over and over again. Agriculture. (laughs) (laughs) I just kept thinking, oh, agriculture. As in like, I love agriculture. I like, agriculture is about to happen. I'm excited. Both of those and also how hard it is. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're just like scrabbling in the frozen earth to try and get anything to grow. And you're just like, oh my God. I was watching it thinking, this is awful. Mm-hmm. You live in a fucking wooden house and it's always cold and you're Ugh. just always muddy and digging and cold and tired. Yeah. And I, I get to go home on an electric underground train with my <laughs> headphones on. And listen to anyone in the world <laughs> yeah. talk about anything that I want. <laughs> and that doesn't even need a cable. Magic puts it into my ears. I, 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 just I don't thought... even understand the things that are on my head. I don't understand how any of this works and I don't care. Yeah, yeah. 
I live in w- a wizard land um, <laughs> of electric lights and stuff. And it's you just not think mad, but in, in in his time, everyone understood exactly how everything they owned worked. Yes, there was you looked at it and you knew how it worked. Yeah, and you go, well, if I pull that, the flap goes. What do you think was the first invention that people would just go, oh, I don't know how that fucking works? The oh, engine? Huh? The engine? Oh, yeah. Oh, even like te- even earlier, telegram, anything electric. Is a telegram uh, older than the engine? Clocks. Clocks is pretty tough. Clocks yeah. is tough. Telegram's definitely older than the combustion engine, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, okay, it would have been telegram then. Anything with electricity. Yeah. yeah. Because yes. electricity is hard to understand even if you do learn it. Because mm. you're like, right, so are the electrons like water or not? And they go, yes and no. And you go, okay, fuck you. You know, electrons move a lot more slower than you think. They, oh, yeah? Yeah, they basically move like treacle. If you could visualize electrons in a ca- in this cable, yeah, they, they're kind of going like this fast. Like, do, it's not do, like they're do, going do, faster do, than do, do, do. speed. They're going, they're flowing quite slowly. That's but weird. But the effect is instant. Well, uh, near as instant. Uh, but if you were actually able to watch electrons moving, they're not moving that quickly, actually. That is weird. I think. Please, no one check that. <laughs> <laughs> to use a podcast, a podcast catchphrase. catchphrase. <laughs> yeah, they move really slowly. Please, no one check that. <laughs> well, so yeah, I was thinking all of that. I was thinking agriculture. And also, I cannot believe that th- what I'm looking at was everyone. And now, it's in, certainly in Europe, almost no one. Lives that way, you mean? Yeah, or yeah. has to do that. Yeah. Or it's not that hard. Yeah. There's machines. Yeah, that's right. You um, don't have to dig with something made of wood. No. While it snows on you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's oh. so horrible. Also, we now yeah. have a, an almost essentially limitless um, amount of uh, nitrogen, like fertilizer. So yes, the yeah. nitrogen capture is invented by, or discovered by... German scientist. Um, it's like one of the great in, uh, inventions. It is. It is important. Let me just, um, Keep facing the mic, though. Oh yeah. <laughs> in his in his distress, uh, Phil was moving his head from left to right as he tried to shake a German man's name out of his mind. So the two things. So okay, the two things that made me laugh in terms of cultural differences. Fritz Haber. Yeah, he Haber. invented the Haber Bosch process that takes nitrogen from the air and turns it into f- fertilizer, which is the only reason we can. F- um, Feed the world. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. The uh, the two things in this movie that made me laugh and go, oh, yeah, was the English title is The Promised Land. And as uh, the, the, the camera pans across this desolate heath, mm. the title comes up of, of the Danish uh, title, and it's Bastardet, like oh. bastard. Oh. <laughs> bastard in massive letters. And then underneath the English subtitle, The Promised Land. And so the go, Danish title of the movie is Bastard. I think it's just Bastard because the <laughs> main character is a bastard. Oh. So oh, why don't they call it the Bastard? I know. I think they must have just been told like, oh, in America, they won't let you put that on a poster. Oh, lame. So it's called The Promised Land, which is... Oh, uh, but it was, really, it was really funny. It was like a sight gag from Naked Gun where it was like, Bastard, <laughs> The Promised Land. And it's like, mm, I'm not good at Danish. I don't speak Danish. But I think, yeah. I think that's not an accurate subtitle. Um, and the other thing that I liked in it was um, there's no because it's Danish there's none of this like English understatement when it comes to being confident yes there's none of this like oh well we'll see Mm. whereas in England saying we'll see means yes I will do that Mm -hmm. because you're supposed to be polite and never be confident because being confident is rude for no reason yeah whereas because this is a Danish movie there's a moment where one of the characters says to him and do you think you'll succeed and it's a really high stakes question and he just says Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and that's it. Yes. In that yes. Max Mickelson kind of way. Yeah. 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 Do you think you can defeat me, Mr. Bond? Yes. <laughs> You'd never get that. You go, well, do you think it'd be some witty remark as opposed to just, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It should be possible. Speaking of witty remarks, do we have to read some correspondence? Yes. Yeah. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Correspondence. Okay. Okay, Paul gets in touch. Paul. Um, I think I'm falling in love with Paul. Sure. <laughs> I'm going to fall for Paul. <laughs> Paul says, hi there, nice mans. Aw. Thanks. See, this is why I've fallen for Paul. Seen in Clapham, which Paul describes as home of the worst humans. Oh, Clapham's dreadful, is yeah. it? Oh, yeah. You're, well, you're a South Londoner now, Phil. I don't know about these things. Oh, no, Clapham is... Um, I don't go there. It's it's the Chelsea of the South, I guess. Oh. It's full of dreadful people. Boat shoes? But it is where the uh, Emancipation Movement started. The Clapham sect were the name of uh, the, 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 the British people who uh sort of kicked off the uh um, abolition abolition oh. uh, movement here yeah so uh, they've got that going for them. they started off in a in a church in clapham by clapham common i think back when it was so they more... have that going for them sure. they've got that sure they've got that they're coasting though <laughs> what have they abolished lately uh let the record show i was merely passing through defends paul here is a fun chalkboard message on the outside of a pub. You know, when they put the chalkboard out? Oh, yeah. Saying, like, it's it's stinky out here. Our beers are nice. Come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not stinky in here, Arrow, <laughs> yeah. to the pub. You think it is. <laughs> it probably is. Probably is. Uh, chalkboard message. It's not technically tat. I don't know. I think it is. It's advertising. I think it's tat. Yeah, it's self-made tat. Yeah. It's, yeah. Organic tat. Um, what's the official name for pub and coffee shop humor? Tat, I think. I think so, but it's, if it's a subset, it's 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 wacky tat because it's not wackaging because it's not packaging. It isn't, but it it it's tat that is solely focused on the thing that they are selling, right? So in a pub, yeah. it's tat that's just about booze, usually beer, and then coffee, and then coffee shops is just about coffee, beer or gin. Beer or gin. I feel like the I feel like gin tat is only ever for houses. I've never seen gin tat in a pub. I've seen some gin tat in a pub. Interesting. Although less these days. Because mm. there was the sort of gin boom of the teens. There was. <coughs> Kablow. I'm allergic to gin. <laughs> Even talking about it. Um, okay, so. Let's see if you can whisper this. Mm-hmm. Free blank. Free Bl- beer. Free. Blank bartender. Expensive bartender? No. Free beer. Forgetful bartender. No. <laughs> because like, he forgets that he's promised free beer. You think that they're trying to explain why the beer is free? They're, they're trying to explain why you will get an, end up being charged. Free beer, beer brackets, forgetful bartender. Yeah, yeah, something no, like that. No. Free beer. The next statement about the bartender is not related to the free beer. Oh, okay. Free beer, handsy bartender. Yeah, well, you're closer. Oh, um, it's, charming it's, bartender? Oh, I, Creepy bartender. No. <laughs> you were closer with... With handsy. Uh, handsy. Violent bartender? No, it, you were closer in the sexy... Se- oh, Okay. Gropey bartender? No, sexiness. Nothing. For, you stop at the bartender's not Flirty doing. Flirty bartender. No. Handsome bartender. Uh, no. 
attractive but sexy bartender. Yes, yes, but a sexy why? <laughs> what are they what have they done? The bartenders, Phil. What have the bar what have the bartenders done? <laughs> to be so sexy. Um, I guess they're wet. Okay. Uh, yeasty yeasty <laughs> the yeasty they're covered in the yeasty smells from all the beer i think because the word is bartender you're imagining a bald man in a white apron polishing a glass like in a oh, la noir mystery right but i should be thinking of a mixologist you should be thinking of a woman oh of course busty <laughs> oh, oh free beer close <laughs> curvy Voluptuous, sexy, pretty. When I say close, I don't mean like uh, I don't mean like synonym town. Is it not a thesaurus close? You're conceptually close. Okay. With uh, Busty. Booby. Oh, <laughs> imagine if that's what it was. Free beer, booby bartender. Oh, I, I, I give up. <laughs> Topless. 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 Oh, I see. Yeah. But and then there's no line saying this is a lie. Or like Oh well the next the next line. Oh You you've got it you've actually got the spirit of it already. Yeah. I, I won't even I can't even say one word there's two words. Yeah. Blank blank. Just kidding. So close, yeah. As if. <laughs> you wish. Yeah, yeah, closer you were closer with like this is a lie. <laughs> um <laughs> Your instinct, no, no promises. Oh clear. Not true. <laughs> Not true. Free beer, topless bartenders. In, Not true. In heaven. In heaven. That would be fun. Um, ne- oh, to, uh, next week. Oh, you're cl- yeah. I mean, that, that that is so exactly the right thing. Okay, Prob- the first word is false. False advertising. Yes. Oh. But your instincts were bang on. Uh, free beer. The free third beer. line has to be saying, this is not true. Free beer, topless bartender. When I think bartender, I think guy. So I'm just thinking of a topless guy. Yeah, why not topless barmaid? Yeah. Well, we, maybe, they, they wouldn't want to be old-fashioned beer. No, that would be bad. <laughs> maybe it was a gay pub. Oh, yeah, maybe. I've seen... I've seen uh, they, I don't know if they still do a gig there, 99 Club at Kuba. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know the if they still do it. Soho, yeah. There's a gay bar in Soho where there used to be a new material night in the basement. And sometimes the bartenders there were just topless. Right. But they were blokes, Philip. They were lads. They were lads. They it, were was like an Abercrombie f- it was like an American apparel. Like an Abercrombie <laughs> and Fitch. Yeah, um, yeah. That's my, that's my favorite pub tat. Free beer tomorrow is my favorite oh, kind of oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As though some depressing old drunk is going to go, <gasps> oh. Oh yeah, or like the beer is free, but the tips are five pounds or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Like that, yeah. You know. The beer is free, except it's not. My well, first oh, yeah. beer free, second beer double price. So all this kind we, of thing. We're here to charge you for things. <laughs> <laughs> this is a business. We're yeah. a business. We need money to function. <laughs> Unlucky for you. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you because you would like it to be free, but that wouldn't be sustainable. <laughs> that would be Mads Mikkelsen's Danish pub tat. Free beer would not be a sustainable model. <laughs> we would just say that. And yeah. people would look at it and go, oh, 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 he's right. Oh, he's right, you know. Um, Paul says, with regards to that, free beer, topless bartender, false advertising. Fucking grow up. <laughs> yeah. Which is good. I do think grow up. Um, and Paul says, please, please do Koji for your health. Yeah. yeah? Is, is Koji good for your health? Can be. Is it? You're not supposed to leave the, the leave the lads alone in your prostate for too long. Oh right. Not that yeah, the lads yeah. are in there, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you not seen that stat where it's like, oh, if you you like for prostate cancer reasons you should clear out the pipes. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. is is there a point where it's bad for you? Where they're asking pipe- for a friend. <laughs> where the pipes are so clean. <laughs> I saw I saw a joke where it was like, Oh, men who do that live on average this many times longer. Yeah. If they do it once a month. So by my calculations, I am immortal. <laughs> yeah. Which is good. Uh, so you might be immortal, Phil. Uh, I might be. Um, That's why my skin is so soft. <laughs> it's all come. <laughs> Paul Paul adds, P.S. Is Balam more Clapham than Clapham? Which I don't get. Well, I think is, is Balam more full of wankers than Clapham now? Okay. But I don't think so. It's probably trying to get there. It probably will get there at some point. But I think Clapham is still... 
the um, hub. The hub, the, the twat hub of, of South London. <laughs> What's the twat tra- hub of North? It's Chelsea and Mayfair, I guess. But Mayfair is like... Oh, it's just like oligarchs. There aren't even any twats there. It's just yeah. Singaporean businessmen and Saudi um, oligarchs. Well, I mean, I guess you, it's like, what, what twats are you talking about? Because East London has East London type twats. But yeah. West London has posh twats. Yeah. Um, no, I don't know what the twat hub of, of... I think they're all south. That kind of... Well, I guess there's the city. I mean, like yeah. bank. I guess I met a finance man who told me that that uh, the really posh thing if you work in finance is to not work in the city. Okay. No, sorry, not to not work at Canary Wharf. Okay. Canary Wharf is lame. If you're really posh, you'll be in Zone One in a crumbly Victorian building. Oh, really? Yeah, I know. I would have thought skyscraper. But maybe if you're in in Zone One, you're in like a really like an old ass company, like a British company. Like yeah, is, is, it was number three on Company's House. Or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or the kind of bank that uh, people visit at the end of a Bourne film. Do you know the oldest company in the Company House? The Queen. I don't know. The Whitstable Oyster Company. Is it? Mm. Yeah, it's the oldest oh. company in Company's House. Please don't check that. <laughs> I know the oldest registered trademark is the Bass. Red Triangle. Oh, interesting. I know that. Is that a British company? I was the Red it's Triangle. American. It's a beer, Bass. Yeah, Bass beer. I, I was, I, I, uh, where's it from? British. Oh. It's from like the 1700s or something. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Please don't check that. <laughs> no, it is. A bass, bass is the... And a, a, a guy, uh, a sort of family friend, when he was growing up in the 70s, it was called the Red Triangle of Danger. Okay. Because when he was young, pubs that had the Bass oh. sign... For like bass surfed here, the, the rough pub. Yeah. So it was, it was their BT, the BT sport of their time, was it? Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Triangle. It was the massive chalked Sky Sports. Yeah. And smashed Woof. window, window with newspaper taped on it. <sighs> oh, boy. fuck! Going in there. <laughs> um. Chris has sent us some tap. Chris, what the piss? My friend just sent me this from their holiday accommodation. It's the last line that gets me the most. Okay, so let's see. Also, I like that Chris has changed his automatic signature to sent from Cryphone. 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 Sent from my Cryphone. But it's not like Chris. Cryphone. Cryphone. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, God. (laughs) I think we've had this before. Okay. It's the Disney one. Oh, right. The long list, and it's all in different fonts. In, oh, thi- in this house, we... Yeah, in this house, we... All the Disney lines. Yeah. In this house, we let it go, because Hakuna Matata... Yeah, we've had this one before. And the horrible, bare necessities horrible, horrible. will always be our guide to infinity and beyond. So, so are you having a stroke? How are your, your necessities are your guide? To infinity <laughs> and beyond. What are you fucking talking about? <laughs> Does, is, yeah, isn't that the opposite message of bare necessities? What's the sort yeah. of live simply? Yeah, live simply in infinity. (laughs) And it'll get you to infinity. And further. (laughs) All you need is faith and trust and a little bit of pixie dust while we just keep swimming and we whistle while we work. What does that mean? All of these things sound like people saying, I'm not going to kill myself today. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep swimming and think of all the pixie dust. And it sounds like, this sounds bad. This sounds like you're in a really bad situation. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't. I, I, it sounds like this family is constantly fighting. Nothing makes me more worried than when people say cheerful sounding things about one day at a time. Ah, yes. Because it's how it's what they teach you in like the twelve step program. Yeah. So when someone's trying to do it to achieve the opposite effect on me, which is to emphasize how fine they are, and it's just in their house, in their kitchen, so they can look at it every day and go, "That's right." I just need to remember what I learned from Finding Nemo. <sighs> To get through this fucking Iron Man <laughs> marathon that I call life. <laughs> oh, God. Get a sign that says lie down. Take some time off. Yeah. Not or, just like, keep trudging. Or just like, oh, yeah, or um, time heals all. <laughs> we believe in happy endings because in this house we do Disney. De- most depressing thing I've ever oh, seen. The only reason we believe in happy endings is because we've seen... I I a never few thought long cartoons. I never thought anyone would ever end happily until I saw that cartoon when I was five. <sighs> now that's what I believe, <sighs> and it's like spray painted onto a wall as well. It's not even a sign. I want a sign in my house 
that says, I believe that that conclusions are vague because I watch <laughs> slice of life three hour long yeah. movies. I believe that there is no ending, only that I will die. And that mm-hmm. is because I watch slice of life, often foreign <laughs> films. <laughs> I'm going to get some tat all based around watching The Promised Land with Mads Mikkelsen. I believe that the Danish Jutland teeth can be cultivated. (laughs) (laughs) Because in this house we watch Mads Mikkelsen. Because in this house we watch Bastardet. (laughs) Mads Mads Mikkelsen. People go, that's very specific. And I go, it's no more specific than the Disney tat. What's what's with in in Danish? I'm going to guess met. Ah, like met in German. Yeah, Mm. that's a guess though. Should we find out? Oh, yes. Let's find out. Don't check that, except we are checking that. Well, Pierre's linguistic assumptions bear fruit. Could that be a new feature? <laughs> well, Pierre's linguistic assumptions bear fruit. Med. Med. So close. Very close. Well I knew done. it would be an E, not an I. Why? Why is that? The, uh, I don't know. It. It. it, it e, it's I it's is much flatter. Med. Mm, yeah. It I just guess. feels right. Med. Med. Literally Mads an educated Mikkelsen. guess. Literally an educated guess. Um. Ooh. Clara, Clarabelle. Clarabelle? Clarabelle. What's Claire, that Clarabelle. smell? <laughs> Clarabelle. Clarabelle, beware the smell. Ah. Is that good? Yeah, great. Be- beware the smell. Beware the smell, she Clarabelle. She sent us an Instagram thing. Just like... There we are. Okie dokie. Uh, well, maybe that's just her email signature. Anyway, dear Peter the Great and Philip the Handsome. Oh, thank you. These Is are Philip king- the Handsome a real king? These are kings. Peter the Great, 1672 to 1725, and Philip the Handsome, 1478 to 1506. What country? Spain? Philip the Handsome, I think, is Spain. Yeah, mm. I think he's a Habsburg. Peter the Great is Russia. Russia. Yeah. Mm. Imagine facing this on your wall first thing in the morning. Way too much tat under the guise of a single motivational affirmation. So let's uh, we'll look at it first. Oh, man. It's a long sign. And it's all text. I'll give you a... Woof! Yeah. That's like a meter tall. That's like a paragraph on the poster. I don't like this. Is this a quote from someone? Uh, you can't whisper this because that's a lot of gibberish. So it's it's not written in like proper English either. Okay. Life is not a race. Mm-hmm. Okay, Phil. This is, sounds like another each day at a time. Yeah, it's another. It's another thing that I, I imagine someone saying while while holding something so tightly their knuckles are white. <laughs> <laughs> holding a coffee mug so tightly that it's shaking, like there's a T Rex approaching. Life's not a race. Okay, put the gun down. Yeah, life's yeah. not a race. Okay, just in after, a bank after yet another disappointment. <laughs> That's what that's what all this sounds like. Is it something you say after yet yet another disappointment? Yet another f- fucking failure. L- yet another splash of piss from the universe. <laughs> life's not a race. Look, life's not a race, alright? Look, life's not a race, okay? <sighs> Life is not a race, but indeed a journey. Okay, indeed unnecessary. <laughs> you're chucking indeed in there to make me think you're fancy. <laughs> you can't trick me, indeed. <laughs> Life is indeed a race. There you go. Now I've undone it. (laughs) (laughs) Life is not a race, but indeed a journey. Yeah. Be honest, work hard. Okay. Nothing to do with the journey. Be choosy. Be honest, work hard. Be choosy. Suddenly quite casual. It was quite Gandalf till be choosy. Indeed. I don't think indeed and choosy should be Uh -uh. in the same sentence. We went from Old Testament to 1990s magazine (laughs) advice. (laughs) Say thank you. I love you and great job. Say thank you, I love you and great job. To someone each day. I'm going to do it to the same person to save time. Thank you, I love you, great job. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say that when I get a takeaway coffee. Thank you, I love you, great job. (laughs) You're just rarely in the position to be telling someone great job. Great job. Well, unless you're a foreman, I don't see how you can tell someone great job every day. 
just clapping someone on the back and saying great job and not seeming like a piece of shit yeah it's like a an arrogant patronizing piece of shit what if you're the lowliest person at your company mm. you're gonna say great job to your boss and he'll go what did you say get out of here you're fuck fired. you fuck you don't talk to me like that <laughs> i'm the ceo <laughs> just the typist great job well thanks well okay thank you it's also very american because americans do casually say great job yeah over nothing yeah yeah they to do strangers yeah they well they're much chattier i mm. i oh i should maybe we'll talk about this on the bonus pod yeah. i went around the life in the roman legion exhibit in the british museum oh I've, I've been meaning to go to that it's very good there were some is. americans chatty americans with us on the way around mm. and though i like the wife of the couple yeah. they were old american couple mm. and the wife was, would point at some horrible display of like some hardship be like oh my god <laughs> if it wasn't enough to be, have to do that then they're neither doing this to this guy and i'd be like i know <laughs> terrible uh, just uh, every now and then just a little like, live reaction to me it's so nice. I liked it. Yeah, it is quite nice, actually. I like America. It must be nice to be American. Actually. It must be nice to just, yeah, yeah, definitely. And to be in a country where everyone's like, uh, <laughs> Mondays. Although yeah. maybe it would be great if you were like us. I wonder sometimes if their, their, their cultural output is strong, like the TV and film and stuff, like the scripts are good because they just have more practice than we do because we, they talk all the time. <laughs> we, li- we literally have less practice at talking. Maybe that's it. Mm. Maybe that's it. Uh, it's not over. We well, you know how. They, sorry, you know how they they they've measured like the average number of words per day spoken by a man and the average number of words spoken a day by a woman and a big difference. Hundreds, yeah. uh, maybe a thousand in uh, difference. Yeah. They, I wonder if they've done for like UK and America or just America and anyone. Or even or like or like South of England versus North. Ah, yes. Because they point. are more like Americans. So they in, in the sort of talk on the bus mm-hmm, way. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, I wonder. Mm. Maybe that's why. Yeah. Sorry, this tat continues. Very important. Say thank you. I love you and great job to someone yeah. every day. Let your handshake mean more than pen and paper. What? No. That's not up to on. me. Yeah. That's not up to me. I'm going to go get a mortgage with my hand. Like, what, are you going to wank off the bank manager? Exactly. Also, it also sounds, conversely, like the tat is trying to convince you to renege on contractual obligations yeah well i didn't shake on it y- yeah well i'll see you then okay <laughs> great job thank you i love you <laughs> um dreaming does matter oh, God. again we're back to the okay okay mate in a medical sense it does <laughs> i don't think that's what they mean excuse me again white knuckling a mug dreaming does matter Okay. <laughs> All right, buddy. All right. Put it down. It allows you to become that which you aspire to. No, it dreaming allow could this the, dreaming is the aspiring. Yeah, it doesn't it's circular logic. Yeah, dreaming allows you that which you be aspire to become. No, you aspire to become something which is the dreaming and then you have to work to make it the Then you have to do it. Yeah, then you have to the do dreaming it. isn't the doing. No, the dreaming is the aspiring. Yeah. Being hungry matters. It's what makes you food. <laughs> no? What? No, it's the reason I get food. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate the little things in life and enjoy them. Okay. I mean, I think that could have been one sentence. (laughs) (laughs) That could have been one one phrase. Appreciate the little things. Yeah. And enjoy them. And don't forget to enjoy them. Huh? Okay. Sorry. Yeah, I assume that's what you meant, but okay. Okay. Do you mean appreciate as in like be aware and be like, huh, those are little. Yeah, or like appreciate and like I appreciate that argument I don't agree with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate their little. I appreciate I the logic. I appreciate that these are the little things of life, but mm. I don't like them. I don't enjoy them. Well, actually, just... you should enjoy them. Oh, okay. Okay, then. Now okay, we're getting then. somewhere. A smile from a stranger on a crowded train. Well, I, I appreciate that's one of the little things in life, but I hate it. <laughs> well, no, you should enjoy that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. All right, then. Okay, now you said that. Some of the best things really are free. Not helpful. Why really? That's, we're in deed land again. Yeah. We're in indeed land again. Do not worry. I don't know. I'm pretty worried about this sign. <laughs> yeah. The, more, the, the longer yeah. this sign takes to reassure me, the more worried I'm becoming, to be honest with you. I, I actually feel like there's a lot I have to do now because of reading <laughs> the sign. I've got to find someone to say great job to. <laughs> 
take time for yourself, hyphen, plan for longevity. That came out of nowhere. Take time for yourself, hyphen, plan for longevity. That's a very specific demand after take time for yourself. Take time for yourself, plan for longevity. (laughs) (laughs) Take time for yourself, you're running out of time. Take time for yourself, (laughs) of which there is a limited amount. (laughs) Oh, yeah, God. It gets a bit North Korea at the end there. Five-year plan. (laughs) Plan for longevity. Prepare for the harvest. Prepare for the harvest. Fulfill the eighth resolution of the seventh Congress. Okay. Wow. Uh, uh, Claire says, imagine facing this on your wall first thing in the morning. Ugh. Way too much. Tattiness under the guise of a single motivational affirmation. I fear the sale, it was for sale on a website. I fear Mm. the sale may be due to the owner having suffered a nervous breakdown. The pressure just became too much. I mean, it's like having all work and no play make Jack a dull boy just pinned up on your (laughs) bedroom wall. (laughs) But hundreds of times. On the best things in life are free. And maybe I've said this before on the podcast, but um, Chanel wasn't the best lady, but she did say uh, the best things in life are free, but the, <coughs> but the second best things in life are very expensive, <laughs> which I think is very good. There's a, I think there's a Spike Milligan quote with something like, money, money, money doesn't make you happy, and all I seek is the chance to prove that. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's, yeah, really yeah, good. that's yeah. funny. That's exactly life. Yeah. Um, well. Where are we going now? We are going to, oh, God. What what locations have we named? We are going to the the barren Danish tundra <laughs> of the bonus the pod. The barren heather-strewn highlands <laughs> of the bonus pod, the VIP bonus yeah. pod. Thank you for listening, guys. Please come see my Soho Theatre run of the best show i ever done in my life. Starting 26th of but March. It's called... It's called Why Are You Laughing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Soho Theatre And I cannot wait myself to see you Yes, you might be in the very same crowd as a certain P. Wang And also thank you to all the podbuds who came to the Hammersmith Apollo on yes. Friday And saw both myself and Pierre It was a great, great show I made all the finer for having you there So thank you again for coming Every podbud is worth ten men And, to, <laughs> and for any podbud who didn't make it um, keep an ear out for an announcement in a few weeks' time, hopefully. Mm, for, for maybe another chance. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, but until then, bye-bye. Love you lots. Toodles. Toodle. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 